0: Captain's Log, Episode Thirty Nine. This week's episode of the Beer Vengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at thirty-five eleven Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now open seven days a week with outdoor and indoor dining. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. Today's show features more exciting pours and experiences as Beer Wonder and the Captain have an early afternoon drink together. Whatever shall we call this episode? Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers@gmail.com at if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 39 Day drinking with Captain and Beer Wonder. Well, we're the Beer Avengers, Beer 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 Welcome to the Beercast everyone, coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens.
1: I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And we are
0: the, the Beer, beer Vengeurs. That's it, it right. Works,
1: yeah. It's that okay when there's two yeah, of us. It was yeah.
0: uh, kind of hypnotic a little bit. Mm. That's right. We are the Beer vendors, at least two of them uh this week we uh it's, we know a lot of you out there uh, on your summer but you don't have as much time to listen to podcasts and we don't uh, we we, we want to spend a lot of our time out in the world as well so we're doing a sort of scaled down uh, few episodes off and on this summer depending on how things go uh so uh we're gonna call uh, tentatively we're gonna call this uh day drinking with captain and the beer wonder i, I don't know what time you're listening to this but it's uh about 1.15 in the afternoon on a Thursday here. So we mm-hmm. decided we'd come out, have a beer, talk about a few things. And uh, and so without further ado, uh, what, what do you have there, Beer Wonder? What do you have? What have you, what pour have you brought?
1: Well, we are heading into the end of June. Uh, and uh, in that June is a, is a special month for many of us. Uh, I figured it was time to represent for some of the pride beers that are coming out in New York. And so I have got from our friends at Three's Brewing, the gender neutral with its bright... Colorful can here. I um, noticed that one is, in a
0: few uh, refrigerated cases.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. It definitely the it pops out for sure. Um, yeah. This one. Um, it is uh, listed uh, as a pale lager with lemon zest. Um, seasonal beer, of course, just for this time of year. Uh, so I thought I would give it a shot and see how it goes. Very good. All right, let's crack this bad boy open. Beautiful little crack there. Yeah, awesome. Here we go, and forty-five degrees gentle little pour here
0: oh yeah this is a nice uh is it so it's a lager so it's a nice nice uh amber color there
1: yep nice clean a nice uh a nice clear uh color to it kind of you know get that good straw and a decent head build up i'm noticing it's kind of larger bubbles but they seem to be sticking around uh because there's a little extra some fun adjuncts in here that we'll get into in a sec That's and a i nice can already nut. smell the the the, the light lageriness off the nose immediately
0: very good. Uh, defies right. definition. It is a non-binary beer. It's uh, true. It, although it calls itself a lager, but it's still gender neutral. Um, exactly. The beer that I have today is a... Uh...
1: Sponsored
0: pour. That's right. It's oh, a sponsored exciting. pour. That's right. From Astoria Beer and Cheese at 35... Da- Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars at 35-11 Ditmars. Um, in fact, by the time you hear this, we will have celebrated their seventh anniversary party. Which so looking forward to doing that. Uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I was there the other day and, uh, and Ryan gave me this one. It's another one uh, under the auspices of the, uh, the 12% project. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 we need to go visit there at some point, you know, I know it's all we the do. way in Connecticut, but uh, I guess they don't, they seem to be entirely a house for other brewers. So it's like, oh, it's sort of a, okay. I, 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 I have been, have you seen any beers that are calling themselves 12%? no i haven't no they're all beers that are oh. distributed by 12 percent oh wow But they okay. do have a tap room there and oh, and cool. one of the the ones that seems to t- make a home there is uh timber ales okay um this is a collaboration between them and phase three it is called chasing the chaos oh my it's surprise love surprise, the canard too it's yeah and surprise surprise it's an imperial stout of course uh i would it's expect a, nothing uh, less from you captain it is a uh neapolitan ice cream style in oh, fun.
1: Stout. so okay. with the strawberry chocolate and vanilla all three of them there and let's see beautiful it oh my goodness it, it's pouring so dark i mean for an imperial yeah, stout yeah. you expect it but it's pouring quicker than i'd expect for something that's going to be true. that bold for sure
0: don't have to worry about the tilt as much with this uh with his modest
1: head but yeah there we No, go. that's true chasing the chaos there you go yeah beautiful Fantastic, well, cheers, Captain. Cheers, slancha, kampai. Mm Hmm.
0: Oh, that's really nice. It's um, it's definitely thick and rich as one might expect. Mm -hmm. Not uh, not especially boozy. I'm I'm searching on the can. They got very small writing on it, and I have old eyes. Uh, But uh, (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what the percentage is on that yet. But I will uh, I will find that.
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say, if you had to guess with your expert palate at this point, do you want to make a wager before we get the actual answer? Ooh, okay. I'm going to
0: just throw out there. Um, let's still take another sip here. Oh, good. See,
1: sip for science. Always important. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe a 10.8? Ooh, okay. Maybe my guess anyway.
0: All uh, right. Tell us a little bit more of that one while I'm looking this up.
1: Fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm very much enjoying this uh, gender neutral from our friends at 3's. Um, this is a regular of their Pride beers. They've been making it uh, for a couple of years. I believe it's been since uh, around 2017. Um, and they introduced it for, for Pride. Um, and they kind of tend to, you know, have a lot of fun with the naming on these beers and the can arts pretty excellent. Um, but It's been a consistent sort of big seller and it's, it's a lovely, easy, good, hot June, summer drinking beer. It's got that like pale lager feel to it. Um, They're using Pilsner malt and they're using flaked corn, which gives it a little bit of that extra protein, kind of that, like, almost like a Mexican lager feel to it, which is really lovely. Um, And I definitely get the sense of the... um, Lemon zest in there. It's very subtle. Um, they do suggest that there might also be some lime in there. I'm not really getting that, but it's a very easy, kind of goes down, kind of quick beer. Um, I can see how it would be great if you're, you know, at a pride parade, letting the sun hit you while everyone's making a lot of noise. It would be a good cool down, relaxing beer. It's It's a little guy only 4.5%, so okay. it's not working working that hard, um, but it is working hard in other ways, because just like with most of the beers that you'll see, this one, uh, a percentage of it is going towards a good cause, so about 10% of the gender-neutral sales go towards the Anti-Violence Project, which is a New York City-based organization that works with LGBTQ+, and HIV-affected individuals to address all forms of violence. Uh, they do a lot of organizing, support, and, of course, education work, so it's good-cause beer. It's good-tasting good-cause beer.
0: Well, that sounds good. I'll have to i have to try that one. Even though I don't uh, walk on the logger side of the fence too often, I uh, I know I know I, I should I should probably be a little a little less binary in my tastes uh, regarding beer. Fair um, enough. So I did uh, I understated this one a little. I should have guessed since it's distributed by twelve percent. It is a uh, it's a twelve percenter.
1: <laughs> okay, it is, it is, right. is a
0: twelve percent ABV and uh, and it's yeah it's really really nice. Um, it, it's not overly sweet. You, I mean, you mm-hmm. expect that it could be with a pastry stout, right? Because yep. sometimes if it's just chocolate and vanilla and strawberry, especially sometimes strawberries can really dominate. But it's uh, it's it's everything is given equal measure in this one, I think.
1: Yeah, that's 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 nice. So a really a well balanced beer is what it's very it
0: very like. very much so. And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, definitely you definitely you taste the weight of it to a degree. It's not especially mm-hmm. boozy. But it is; it's thick and it's a nice, nice sipping uh, beer. I don't know a whole lot about this brewery. I tried to look up a few things. They don't have uh, they don't have a website. Uh, Well, the one in um, the other the other one, Phase Three, they are they're in Illinois. Um, Okay, and I don't know much about them. In fact, it sounds like it was pretty much uh, based on the information they have on the website or on the uh, on uh, what because when when twelve percent distributed, they put a little paragraph to mm-hmm. go out to all the, all the distributors and, uh, and they there's, it's all about how Sean from phase three helped us.
1: So that's oh, nice. why it's
0: a collaboration. So it seems like it was mostly done here, but it was done in collaboration with a guy from phase three. Uh, oh, nice. So I'd be, if I'm ever in Illinois, I may, uh, I may look them up.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. That's great. Um, I did. Speaking of this one, I did want to mention regarding the can art. Um, so Threes, of course, has very famously has this sort of like tectonic or this plates swirling design for all of their lagers. This is the same design that you'll find on anything else. So if you've had their Vleet or you've had uh, the Volition, which is their black lager or any of their really kind of traditional light, sweet things, this is the exact same can art, just rainbow which I think is kind of cool. I love when they do that. Yeah, really um, nice. And also a uh, big shout out to Threes. They have continued their Threes to You contactless delivery program. Um, so if you happen to be in Gotham City and would like a beer to just arrive fresh from the brewery, make sure you head over to their website, threesbrewing.com, uh, and you can get fresh beer straight to your door, unfortunately, without necessarily seeing another human, which I know is something we're all excited about now. But it's sort we of- We certainly are. Me. And we're going we're to talk a, a
0: little bit more about that later. And, and But although let's talk about specifically now with regard to Threes, they have, mm-hmm. now, they? they have two locations, I don't think they—they have two separate uh, uh, rooms.
1: Yeah, they—they they do. Yeah, they're—they're—they've um, got their Gowanus location, and then I am briefly blanking on what the other I one is. I think it is. might be up in Greenpoint. I think that's where it is. Yes, it's in Greenpoint. Right, um, right up
0: there, around Greenpoint, beer is up there as well, of course, mm-hmm. obviously, and uh, naturally, uh, and uh, Keg and
1: Lantern has a spot up there. Mm-hmm. yeah that it's a, becoming a little bit of a beer uh beer center over there in go or in greenpoint you can continue to to stumble your way to other locations uh as opposed to just having to sit in one spot now captain there was a bar in greenpoint that we went to uh, early on before there was some distribution very very like uh very uh scandinavian do you remember the name of it In Greenpoint, and it was Scandinavian. Yes, Uh, I believe it was actually. Now that's coming to me. Torst. Oh, that that's in Greenpoint, really? I thought it was a little further down in. Oh, see, I always get, I always have a little trouble about where the dividing line is there when we're dealing with Greenpoint and Williamsburg.
0: Well, because often when I think about, yeah, I think it's, hmm, that that that's a good question because I feel like it is. uh, I mean, I think of Greenpoint. I obviously, since I'm in Astoria. I, right. I, I think I think of Greenpoint more as the top of it. So I don't know how deep it goes in.
1: Oh, I like, see. For instance,
0: okay. like I could go right over that. Uh, what's that really small bridge there? Um, in fact, I, I, went, I went over it once uh, when I was on my way to meet you for some one of the places. We were yes,
1: I, I, I right right at the right at the tip of it. Right at the tip of Greenpoint. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I it's, believe it's the Pulaski Bridge. That's yeah,
0: Also known as the Pulaski Skyway. Yes, important. Uh, but yeah, and it's a, it's like a fairly small bridge, but it's a real easy way to get from like right around uh, the lo- edge of Long Island City into Greenpoint. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of those other ones. Yeah, tourist is so great. I we we, should, we need there. that that's another one to put on the list of ones we need to go back to.
1: Yes, uh, and and. I'm also having a memory of uh, one of my favorite places that uh, I only ever went to on a really spectacular first date that did not turn into a great second date, Um, but uh, that is the Spritzen House 33, which is this massive beer hall right across from McCarran Park. Um, So, again, sort of getting into Williamsburg, but within uh, spitting distance of other Greenpoint locations, uh, actually very close to Keg and Lantern, um, which is certainly on my list to get back to. Um, Just massive, massive space with great German style beers um, and a beautiful park view. So good. now that outdoor drinking is continuing to be in. Yes, uh, I'll
0: check that place out. uh, The other great thing about, uh, interesting thing about Torst is that Mm. they used to be partners with Evil Twin. Right. I remember that. Uh, that was that was like sort of the evil twin resident bar, and mm-hmm. to the best of what I've read about it, because you never know what's really going on. You only, only know what they tell the press. Exactly. are friends with Yeppe, and even then, who knows? With the the trickster that he is, who knows if he tell you the truth, mm-hmm. uh, or he might tell you some version of it that's more fun. Um, right. That uh, I think when when they opened up the for the first Queen's Tap Room, yeah, uh, they pretty much they needed all the resources they could, so they divested themselves out of Torst. To free up resources, uh, so they could uh, put together the beautiful greenhouse there in Ridgewood.
1: Yes, that makes sense. Well, and now they're they're beautiful, not quite greenhouse, but greenhouse esque, here right, near right. my undisclosed location in Dumbo. Which
0: yes, well, be I, I believe when we were, th- when you and I and Huck were there a couple of weeks ago, that's the, our waitress was telling us that uh, the uh, that the, it was sort of like a tribute. The fact that there were there was greenery on the walls was a tribute to the fact that there are other places a greenhouse it's a legitimate greenhouse yeah Yeah, that's like sort of the whole design for it Mm -hmm. um which made it perfect for both indoor and outdoor but uh i believe uh they're
1: they're well into doing indoor as well yes very much so um well it sounds like two good pours this week and chalking a few more up to the list um but uh but you know it is it is kind of a fun time to be a beer drinker in in at least gotham city because uh we are in the month of june which of course puts us directly into Pride Month, um, which is always a fun time that our breweries here in Gotham City start to put out all their Pride beers. Um, and so I figured it was a good time to do that. You know, uh, queer culture and and beer are actually inextricably linked as watering holes were the places where queer people certainly met. Um early on before things were uh, a little bit more accepted and out in the open. So it's fun to see the breweries sort of maintaining that tradition and putting out beers that are connected to causes. Um, And the New York City Brewers Guild, as always, has done a scavenger hunt this year, an Instagram scavenger hunt to check out all of the pride breweries that are happening or the pride beers that are happening all around New York City. Um, I'll call out a couple that are uh, definitely always on my list. Um, United by Beer by our friends down at Five Boroughs Brewing is a delicious uh, IPA. There is always the Stonewall IPA that comes out of Brooklyn Breweries. Yes, which, which, which apparently they're going to
0: have that all summer. It's not, it's not just a Pride Month thing. They're they're going yeah, to. I know. They're planning on keeping that around for a while.
1: Well, and that one actually they continued to have in their tap room uh, at Brooklyn Brewery. So if you went out to Williamsburg, speaking of Greenpoint area, you could always right. get yourself some of that Stonewall IPA. So I actually wound up uh, and was finding that throughout the year at my local, uh, bre- my local. Uh, beer shop and so i was enjoying that throughout the pandemic because it was just fun to be able to to drink it and it's a really good beer yeah. um so uh so a lot of folks are doing that, and they're all connected to different um queer causes um but i know that speaking of beer and queer spaces stonewall has actually been in the news for some beer action recently right captain
0: yeah i mean it's funny because we always talk a lot about uh, the uh, evils of the corporate uh uh, beer venger sphere. Well, not another beer venger sphere, but the the hoposphere whatever you want to call the the, the <laughs> beer the beer uh world, the cor- beer world, and the the struggles between the corporate beer world and the indie beer world, mm-hmm. um and uh a- 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 and we have had plenty of reasons not to like uh Anheuser Busch, or as their full name is in AB a- InBev. Yes, um, AB InBev. And, of course, so a lot of them, since they are corporate and they want to appear to be a good corporate citizen, they will do all kinds of, you know, pride beers and wear a rainbow flag at the right time of year. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, they're contributing to politicians and causes that are working against the cause. Mm -hmm. And Stonewall Inn decided to call out AB InBev on their hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, they're not going to be selling their beer for the immediate future. And they they had a whole demonstration yesterday where they they poured out all of the all of the AB InBev beers uh, on on the, under the curb. Um, as far I, it's a very it was a very powerful uh, moment. I, uh, I my first thought when I saw it was was the same thing. I had a, I had a weird gut reaction because you remember mm-hmm. uh, back when people were we thought it was okay to protest France because they were right about we shouldn't go into Iraq. Uh, yes. And, freedom and, fries, and yeah, I think they called them, freedom right? Freedom fries, and they had people pouring out French wines. And that yeah. was just, but I also looked at this sort of thing as like, my first thought is, well, you already paid for that beer. <laughs> Fair. But then on the other hand, they have a limited amount of storage space. So they can't just leave it. If they say, we're not going to sell this, but we have all of this, they need the space to carry the beers they're actually going to sell. Right. So, that is so, true. I, so I guess that's probably why they decided to have that moment of like okay we need room for the the beers that aren't uh, funding hate so let's just exactly. dump out all the beers in the street
1: well and if with the history of of at least pride in in especially coming out of new york city uh you know pride being a protest it is kind of fun to see one of the Centers of that, one of the historic centers of that, at least in Gotham, uh, literally taking the protest to the streets with beer. Um, and,
0: and I imagine that there's, especially with so many breweries uh, just in New York City alone, mm-hmm. uh, let alone all the other uh, uh, allies, genuine allies of the craft beer industry, it's ultimately going to lead to Stonewall having better beer. And if uh, AB and bev ever backtracks, they're going to say, well, Okay, actually, people like these beers better.
1: <laughs> so they, you, I, I, you had your chance, evil well, corporate if, assholes. If I'm going to swing by Stonewall, I'm certainly getting the Stonewall IPA because it oh, seems yeah. only appropriate, right? Absolutely. Um, but I also did, uh, I, I, uh, I was walking through the village a couple of days ago, just enjoying, you know, exploring the city and making sure that everything was still where we left it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, uh, which I feel like is the new way you have to get to know New York City. And I Absolutely, did notice Yeah, that- I haven't, so, I haven't well- been
0: to the, back to the village yet. Uh, that, in fact, I was just thinking the other day that you and I should, uh, I, had a, I have a few, a few things on my list of places we need to go hang out as soon yes. as possible. Uh, is Blind Tiger <laughs> one of them? That was the top of the list, yes. Well, there you go. Now, beer vendors out there in the world, uh, in uh, whatever state, country, parts unknown you're listening to, we did not discuss that particular before the show. We talk, we actually do you have a little bit of a pre-show talk before this. We did not say that, but absolutely Blind Tiger was the first place I would say, let's go there as soon as possible.
1: Well, I, I agree. And I did. I will say when I was walking through the village again, just checking on all of our friends to see if they were around it. Of course, a few of them have, have moved on to the great beyond of Locations, as many small businesses have done in Gotham, but Blind Tiger is doing well and has a beautiful outdoor seating setup. Because, uh, at least while I was there, they had closed down part of the street. So next to there's a side street that that is there that's a little bit more residential, Um, and that part was closed down, and there were tables all. Throughout that area. So folks were sitting outside having a beer. Um, so uh, for those of you who may have visited Blind Tiger, at least my memory of it is always like cheek to jowl, packed in with people, a little sweaty, you know, I whenever I would have to meet the captain who would usually always beat me there because the beer wonder is perpetually late to things. Um, uh, you would be holding down a spot at the bar and defending my seat as a good beer venger should. If that were even in-
0: possible. I I, yes. I I regret to say there were a couple of times you said, oh, I guess we can't have this great beer here. Let's go to somewhere else that was nice, but doesn't hold a candle to it.
1: Exactly. Um, so, uh, but I did check in on them. I did want to make sure that they were still around. Um, but specifically speaking of Stonewall, um, you know, I think of a lot of the, the, you know, gay bars and queer spaces being this like indoor place because people might want to, you know, not necessarily be out in the open for this kind of thing. And Stonewall has lovely outdoor seating, which I think is a nice statement about where the queer community has come: is that we could all just literally sit outside in front of one of the iconic queer establishments in New York City and have a beer out there. Everyone's open. out, yeah. I Everyone's mean, out. I guess. Literally. I guess that's.
0: I guess that's. It's interesting that uh, well, of course, Stonewall Inn is also now a uh, official uh, national park. Or yeah, on the National Park Registry, mm-hmm. um, which says something really—it's sort of kind of cool, and I mean, it's a little sad in some ways. But it—but it, it ultimately, it's because of all the progress we've made, right? Is that gay bars are increasingly becoming relics because yeah. because uh, que- queer people don't need to—they're—they're ha- since they are they're, they're much more welcome in every other space and being out. And, and so, and also that on top of the apps, I think that's a big right, part.
1: Right. Exactly. Yes. There's, There's so many other easier. ways.
0: It used to be the only way that, uh, LG, wait a minute, LGBTQIA plus, is that what it yes. is now? Yes. If you okay. want to be
1: really specific, I believe it is LGBTQIA2S, which adds in twin spirit for indigenous populations, but the kids these days, because you know, I'm I'm so hip with the TikToks and, yeah. the, and the children, uh, they're not referring to it as the Alphabet Mafia, which honestly, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> and queer community is all right for uh, yes, uh, umbrella queer community has been well. reclaimed. Okay. The, yes. the, I'll be. Uh, it's it's hard with the language, right? It just keeps changing.
0: Well, it is because that's one of the only examples I can think of where you've taken a pejorative and really completely reclaimed it. I can't think of any other. Uh, uh, oppressed community that has really mm. managed to really totally reclaim as a sense of pride that something yeah. people used to call you while they were throwing things at you.
1: Exactly. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's, it is amazing that queer is considered, uh, considered okay. I, there's some, uh, speaking of being hip with the TikToks, yeah. uh there's a, 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 a gay comic or a gay pair of comics that I follow. Um, I believe that they go by uh, Dick and Dwayne. Um, and they're, they've been around for a pretty long time. They're, I think, uh, I mean, honestly to say they're in either their 50s or 60s at this point. Um, uh, and they uh, get really concerned about the sort of attempted reclamation of the F slur that is often used for queer people, uh-huh. um, where a lot of people in the Gen Z community are totally cool with that. And they're saying, nope, that was a slur that we just can't accept anymore. But it is cool that queer has come back. Yeah. You know, at least. So, well, it's, 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 uh. Yes, the
0: one, the 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 small bundle of sticks, or the uh, the British word yes. for cigarette. Yes, uh, it's that's an interesting one because I, I maybe that's more because I don't know. There's all all sorts of speculations you could have. One because that would generally be referring to one specific segment of that large population we described. Exactly. Whereas yep. queer, since it is one that's it, it's a, pretty much anyone who is who is not heteronormative. Right. F- fits into that larger queer community
1: it's a big tent yeah (laughs) it's a big tent and and you know friends are invited in too of course if you're uh if you're friendly to the cause yeah so um but yeah well you were mentioning blind tiger uh and you know going to visit some of our old uh friends yeah i was thinking as you're
0: talking about how we spent a lot of the last uh not all every of the last 38 episodes, but there was definitely a point where it was a, it was a focus every week where we'd talk about all the uh, all the places that hadn't survived the pandemic and uh, and I think it's important to to draw attention to those. but I think now that we can for whatever time we can, if if, if things keep up the way they are, mm-hmm. we can be out in the world. Uh, I think it's a time to celebrate all those places that we missed being That's in. Very that, true. that did survive it. And so we want to s- dedicate a little bit of time each week to talking about some of the places that whether they were on our original blog and I, I'm actually went, actually looked back at the the blog we wrote back in 2014 about yeah. some of the places we had on, on that initial crawl I want to go back in some of those places and some of the places that are near uh, there. And it just so happens that one of our very first entries was mm-hmm. uh was for a, a place in my neighborhood called Sunswick 3535. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, uh, I, I do too. I, it's, it's a, uh, in 2014, we started uh, writing the blog and the first sort of shape we had to do it was we were going for where the beer passport was. Right. Um, and that was one in particular where uh, the there weren't many in Queens, but mm-hmm. Sonswick 3535 was the pickup spot for the passport. So that's why that was my very first place in there. Uh, now, now,
1: Captain, remind the folks what year we're talking about here. 2014. Right. So again, there's been, we're now, we're seven years in the future now with that. So I feel like the Queen's beer scene has blo- blossomed. The craft beer scene, at least, has really bloomed in a nice way. It sure such has. That, such that, it, it, at that time, there wasn't much to There weren't that many places to get a craft Well, beer I mean, that's that's true to some degree. I also think that...
0: This was the second or third iteration of the passport. That's true. Yes, and I think that uh, the the guy, uh, what's his name, Rev Ciancio, Re- yes. Rev Ciancio. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he had better ends with some communities than with some others. Fair. That's true. Uh, yeah. the, and I and, and, and also, hmm, well, there's all sorts of reasons that I won't get into as to why some places were a little wary of the passports. A lot of right, had to exactly. There would do the passport, and people would go there. And people would just say it's a free beer. I don't need to tip, and that then so yeah. people would say no more passports for me. Right. Um,
1: Which to to just to say, beer vendors always tip their bartenders. Oh, well, of course, and they tip yes. them well, right? I mean,
0: you tip them even better because you're getting a free beer. Exactly. I mean, you, you should tip generously all the time. Yeah. Um, But all those things aside, well, this was the what, what I found kind of interesting looking at those couple of first entries yeah. is because. Yes, it's blossomed a little bit, but also there are a number of things that are on that list that aren't around anymore that had nothing to do with the pandemic.
1: Right, um, mm-hmm. like the uh,
0: that was one where I think it was starting. The Queen's entry place was at Sunswick, but I actually, I actually met you the night before there at the late lamented uh, Idle Hands.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: uh, that because that was the that was the Manhattan entry point. Yes, that so was. So we went and picked up our cards there, and then I was meeting some of the other beer avengers the next night. I believe it was uh I believe it was the uh, the the Belgian Babe as well as uh, the Saison kid.
1: Oh, and sure. we met at Sunswick.
0: Mm-hmm. Now here, to give you a little bit more about Sunswick 3535. Yeah. The reason it's called Sunswick 3535. We usually just call it Sunswick, but it's 3535 mm-hmm. because it's at the intersection of 35th Avenue and 35th Street. It's helpful for me to remember the full title of it because that means I always remember where to go? The only uh, movie theater in my neighborhood, aside from the Museum of the Moving Image, which it's also very close to, uh, yep. is there's the, there's a Kaufman Astoria, or there's, oh, the Kaufman Astoria is the the movie studio there. But the the Regal Kaufman Astoria uh, movie theater, 14 screen complex, is there. So if I'm going to a movie in my neighborhood, that's where I'm going. Right. And even though there's like all sorts of uh, chain stuff around there, like Applebee's and Uno's and Panera, if I'm in that neighborhood doing anything. I'm gonna to go to Sunswick 35 35 to have a beer and yeah. maybe lunch too, which I did both of last week. Oh, uh, excellent! And they uh, it's it's we've 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 talked a lot about how much beer prices how much. I mean, I guess this is inflation in general has gone up over the last seven years or so. Yes, um, <laughs> and, and uh, what was cool about Sunswick uh, in the seven years ago was they were pretty much the exact same price model as Pony. Oh, okay. Like most sure. of their beers were like six dollars or five dollars and a happy hour. Mm-hmm. Um understandably they haven't been able to do that and stay in business, but it was cool right, that they were course. that way. And in fact, I I back to swing all the things in together. Yeah. I think that both Sunswick and Pony have a little both have a little bit of Blind Tiger DNA. Uh well as it I should th- be. I think Dan from The Pony started at uh at at Blind Tiger, at least one of them, not the one we go to, but They've had several different sure. locations, but there was a guy who I haven't seen there in a while, but I think who was the owner of, uh, of Sunswick who we would talk about when he worked at the blind tiger as well. Right. Uh, but this one, there were, there were, there, there definitely a lot of reasonable options, but because of my want, because of my nature, I had to get, uh, these, these wonderful aged. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where they keep these things. They just keep the kegs, uh, in the basement for a while, or if they get them from somewhere else, Sure. But I had an Smith Speedway stout from 2017. Whoa. Uh which, which is one, one of my favorite beers of all time. All the all the different versions of that one, but the basic and it was it was and they but they had it on tap. And then they yeah. also had a Firestone Walker parabola, which is a Russian Imperial stout, yeah, from yeah. 2018. <sighs> so I had Magic. both of those and a burger and a uh, one of the biggest burgers, just huge, really nice bread. Um, and, uh, chatted with the, with the bartender there a little while about, you know, the last year they've had and how they survived, you know, they're like many of the places they did their, their window and, uh, and it was, it was, it was, well, we talk about this a lot. Uh, it, uh, I, it, I, I'm, I'm predicting that a month, either things are some horrible thing is going to happen, or we will completely stop having the conversation about how, and I wasn't sure what to do about the masks because things right. are evolving so quickly. Right, but, exactly. But I was still, and I still am, in the situation when I go to a new place. I'm like, mask or no mask? Mask? Where's the sign? What do the signs say? Yeah, exactly. And, and I just sort of looked in. I saw that said, "If you're vaccinated, it's okay." And no one inside was wearing one. So I'm like, okay, I guess I can walk in. And I'm still gonna ask. And but yeah, it's
1: yeah. Really I mask-free. mean, we we were talking about this, Captain, the other day yeah. about how, um, really, you know, we've been at least I have been taking my cues from what staff members are. So, for yeah. example. Uh, if when uh, over at uh, Story Beer and Cheese Dittmar's, um, the staff is wearing masks. And yeah. so it does seem that the appropriate etiquette there is to no matter what, wear a mask. Where at uh, Evil Twin here in Dumbo, no one is wearing masks. And so the appropriate etiquette there seems to be to go in maskless unless you feel uncomfortable doing that kind of or thing. Or if you're unvaccinated. Or if you're un. Unva- oh, well, of course. If you're unvaccinated. And if you're an audience and you are, get vaccinated. I, I, since we were going there, like. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Like, get your damn shot, okay? Get yeah. get both of them, you know. Help help Uncle Joe get us to 70% first vaccinated by July 4th, which is not that far away. Yeah, it looks like it's not going to happen, though. Yeah, well, you know. No, I mean, I, that well, that may,
0: may, maybe there'll be a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, well, that, I, That's just what I heard on the news yesterday. No. And uh, yeah, when I, I say the news, I mean, like, one of the main three networks. I don't watch a lot of television news, but uh, yeah.
1: Well. I, I I'm living my best K- County of Kings, liberal bleeding heart situation. And I only listen to national public radio. So.
0: Well, I, I listen to a lot of that as well. I know I you do. We talk too. about that.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, you mentioned the window though at Sunswick and I did want to just get some beer vendor reaction from some, some breaking news that actually happened the day before we are recording this, um, that the to go cocktail situation that we've had in Gotham city where uh, uh Bars um, and restaurants were able to sell cocktails either to go or as part of delivery, um, which uh, was something I had taken advantage of. My dear friends at um, uh, at Randolph Brewing, which is, of course, in my neighborhood, um, at the sort of midway through the pandemic, was do, were doing a really nice rum slushy cocktail um, that they would put in a to-go cup. And I would get to go and perhaps consume in uh, a location that was not Randolph Brewing, which I thought was kind of lovely. Um, this, uh, as our fearless governor leader Cuomo uh, made the decision to end all of the emergency provisions, one of the emergency provisions that was uh, ended was that the Liquor Authority is no longer allowing to-go cocktails as of the day we are recording this, which is June 24th. So this is your last day to get to go cocktail. So Captain, I wanted to get your thoughts on this and and sort of if you indulged in any of this opportunity and if you think it was good for Gotham and if you think maybe the Beer Avengers should endorse this going forward or you like the way it's going back to.
0: I have indulged in it. I do. Okay. What was the other question? With I have indulged in it. What, what was the second question? Well, this is 4% you beer me? I'm having.
1: Yeah, exactly. Have you indulged in it? Yes. And do you think it is the kind of thing that was helpful or hurtful to Gotham City? Helpful. Okay. Talk to me why.
0: Yeah, oh I mean, I just think it was it was because it was a time it was initiated at a time when all of our businesses were having having a hard time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and I uh I, I, I honestly though I can't think of a good reason not to keep it going. Because for one, just because they're allowed to have 100 percent capacity now. Uh, and just because, you know, and presumably it will stay that way and and best case scenario, it's still going to take them a long time to get out of the hole they've been, they've been digging in themselves in the last year. Right, exactly. They need every bit of help they can get. I think that's a big reason why. Uh, the people who want to park their cars in the street are losing the battle as far i mean, if we're if if we think we need to help the restaurants to the degree of that we need to keep all that outdoor seating, i mean yeah. there's some there's some places and and if this is what they need, I support that as well that their outdoor seating in some cases far exceeds what their indoor seating was previously, right, exactly. exactly. but if they can serve that many people and they can do that i and so the idea that just because we're at hundred percent means we have to stop helping people out of the, out of pandemic. I mean, if, 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 if one thing we can do to help people as continued pandemic relief is let them sell to go cocktails. Why yeah. not?
1: Oh, and, most definitely.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, the, but the one rule that I, uh, on the other side of the thing that I'm happy that they've finally gotten rid of is the, uh, is, the is the, is the, is the Cuomo snack policy. Oh yes,
1: the dollar chips or whatever. It which was. is
0: which is especially uh, annoying if you're like on a crawl. Like I mean, it's it like say you go to a place and have lunch and a beer, and you want to go to another bar in the neighborhood. You, you just eat lunch. You don't want to have to get another piece of food, no matter how small it is, just because it's some edict from the governor.
1: Exactly. No. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yeah, the Cuomo chips were a whole whole unique setup. Cuomo and chips, I, I think, right. yes, I have. Uh, well, no, I mean, it was, it was whatever, but it was, no, no. I to, think I said Cuomo
0: yeah. snacks, but Cuomo chips, I think is what they were calling it. And that's a better name.
1: Well, oh, no, um, I, in fact, uh, earlier this, or I guess last summer, it would be now I went on a little adventure, in upstate New York with a friend, um, and uh, we swung by a, a couple, we went, we went to a cidery uh, because she really enjoys cider, and we had lunch there, so we were taking care of with food, but we also went to a distillery and wanted to try some of their stuff there, uh, and they weren't selling individual chips, they were selling you a full snack pack. Um, it was a whole poo-poo platter of different kinds of salty, crunchy things. And, and that was the, the only thing you could order. I was the only thing you could order because they were a distillery. So they had just gotten all the, they'd gone to probably a Costco or something. It just jammed whatever snacks they could find into a bag. I think there were like Reese's peanut butter cups in there, which was really <laughs> weird with the Moscow mule I was having, Yeah, but uh, but it was their way of getting around it. And, but, you know, that said, it was, they were clearly selling it at cost and it was just their way of getting around this. So for me, well the, done, be- folks,
0: for me, the best version anyone did was Iconic Brewing had mm. uh, like 25 cent pretzel rods. Ah, ooh, actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So they just give you like a like, like a big like jar full of pretzel rods. Here's a yeah. quarter. We'll, we're it's not costing you too much. It's not costing them too much. It's fulfilling the obligation.
1: Exactly. And also, a pretzel rod is usually good with a beer. Yeah. So yeah, always a always always a solid combo. Um. Well, thinking about sort of weakened beer kind of stuff. uh yes. I I did wanna give a shout out to our dear friends uh, over at. Um, uh, uh, evil twin here in my neighborhood in Dumbo, mm-hmm. which is not they're not only doing uh, beer, and for those of you who know, i am and many of us have moved into remote work or computer work, they be, have become a great location for those of us living in Dumbo to come and hang out because they open up at noon, uh, 10 o'clock on the um, on weekends, but noon uh, during the rest of the week, and they have great fast Wi-Fi, and you can sit there, and you can have a beer, and you can do the work that you need to do, um, which You know, if that continues, more power. But they have now added, for those of us who maybe can't really do a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning, I know this is day drinking with the captain and Beer Wonder, but, like, 10 a.m. feels a bit early. Right, captain? I mean, it
0: depends what time zone I'm in, but sure.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I I mean, honestly,
0: if I'm getting on, like, a five-hour plane ride, uh, and and I've just come from someplace where it's all— I mean, I've I've definitely been in situations where I have had— I wouldn't be drinking this early, but maybe I'll nap a little on the plane if I have a a beer and a couple of cocktails.
1: Yes. And airports are non-places, so they exist outside of the realm of space and time, let's be honest. That's that's very true. But for those of us who do live in a physical place, I am very excited that uh, Evil Twin in Dumbo has opened up their coffee shop. So now one can swing by and get either um, window service or you can go in and get, grab yourself a cup of coffee. Um, my neighborhood, unfortunately, uh, had a really wonderful coffee um, roaster and uh, known as Brooklyn. Uh, Roaster Brooklyn Roasting Company, um, which uh, was all over the place. Their hive was here in in Dumbo. They had actually two locations. Um, Their big location where they were roasting completely went out of business at the beginning. I'm sure the rent was there. And then their smaller location, which was just up the block from where I live, also folded. um, I want to say about a month ago now. Um, So that meant that our only coffee shop location, at least within the confines of Dumbo, was a Starbucks. And, you know... We talk about how much we dislike AB InBev. Um, I'm going to go to anyone besides Starbucks. So I'm excited that Evil Twin is now one of our, I believe, two, there's potentially a third one that's opening up coffee shops with big seating areas where those of us who like to work in places can go. So I'm excited to start to get there nice and early, get myself a cup of coffee, and then slowly transition over to beer.
0: That's That sounds great. I, uh, yeah, it's funny, in this last year, I, since I wasn't leaving my apartment and I couldn't get enough mm-hmm. good stuff at grocery stores, I did all sorts of uh, experiments with uh, mail-order coffee.
1: Oh, yes. Curious you about your... Bro-
0: Brooklyn Roasting. I actually got some free stuff from them one time to bring it full circle. Uh, yes. Well, it's not full circle since there's so many connecting points. I don't know if it's like it's a giant parabola to go back yeah. to Firestone. Uh, I don't Some kind of... Ge- Geometry nerds uh, fight me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about here. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, they I, I wound up getting a, a thing from Brooklyn Roasting uh, as a premium from WNYC.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I
0: still have a little can that I figuring out what t- little like uh, tin can that it came in that I'm trying yeah. to figure out exactly what to do with. But I ordered from uh, JustCoffee.coop, mm-hmm. uh which I first heard about on Mark Maron's podcast. Uh thanks to uh the Belgian Blonde, I ordered some stuff from uh the Birds and Beans. Mm-hmm. Got a nice uh, big five pound brick of stuff from uh, the Scarlet Tanager coffee. But the one that I've, I've used more than any other is Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, me. I mean, they've got a few of them, uh, but the one I always used to go to is in, uh, is in the East Village on the uh, on 8th Street that were just right below St. Mark's. And so I was just recently thinking about, okay, the next time I'm about to run out of coffee, I'm going to actually go there and buy it in person. And when
1: I do, I'm going to go to the proletariat. Oh yeah. Classic. When when were you last at the proletariat? Oh goodness, I it's it's been certainly before the pandemic, maybe even maybe even like a year or two before yeah. we all shut down. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I hope that they're still around. Did you check in on them to see if they're they're still kicking? Oh, the proletariat. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah. I've, okay. I'm just looking at their Instagram the other day. So yeah. So I think. Uh, Right in that sort of little general area. I want to mm-hmm. see a show at the Crane Theater. Mm-hmm. I want to have a beer at the Proletariat. I want to buy some coffee from Puerto Rico. I think that's wow. Uh, I mean, these are all. Yeah, I know we were talking about going to bars, but there's like this is all part of like okay, and and for for as long as we have a non pandemic world, whether it's infinity or whether it's a window because the variant comes to get us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> And if that I don't, we, we, I don't want to. I don't want to sound such a, you know, doom. But it's like it's it's weighing on me. I feel mm-hmm. I feel safe when I go out, but I also feel like what's next? I think yeah. I think this. I think there's no way we can go through what we've gone through in the last 15 months without thinking like, okay, any any wonderful thing still feels a little bit like borrowed time.
1: Yeah. No. And and many and people are taking their time to figure out what their version of safe is, and you know, you need to take that time, but at the same time. I will always put the plug in for it. It is important to make sure that we're taking care of all of our small businesses, yeah. especially those that have made it through. Because And especially it's... those that uh, sponsor our podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, like who? Like Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars at 35-11 Ditmars. And uh, you and I, a few days ago, uh-huh. had a really nice, uh, oh, no, I guess we call it would be called a production meeting slash day drinking session slash mm-hmm. lunch at Astoria Beer and Cheese. It was, uh, it was pretty hot. Uh, but it was, it was, it was, we got, we got just enough shade to make the backyard, uh, bearable. And we had some Mm -hmm. nice beers there and some sandwiches. Um, and I'm so looking forward. It's funny. We're not even plugging now because by the time you hear this, uh, it's already happened. So I hope that uh, we'll see some of you when we go there Sunday night for their big seventh year anniversary party. Uh, Mm -hmm. we've all ordered our sandwiches. We just figured that out a few days ago yeah <laughs> that we all had to order it says like oh it's just you know we'll bring you food and then you get way to the bottom of the email I'm like oh and and here choose between these four sandwiches and they all look incredible which one did you choose uh beer wonder um
1: oh gosh i i'll be honest i can't remember
0: anymore uh the one, it, the one i have i know is like it's like steak and uh uh I, oh, there's horseradish and uh no it's not steak it's roast beef and horseradish and um now I'm forgetting what else it is, but it's, uh, it's there. There's definitely obviously cheese, but I, I Naturally. Not remember, but I I'm like it was just, uh, look really, really good. And I'm, I, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They always throw a great party. I'm sure we'll be have plenty to talk about next week. Um, yes. Yes. We, we might try and visit some other
0: places as well. Some of the places we mentioned on this list, depending on mm-hmm. how that all comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. I obviously blind tiger and, uh, and, and we, we will definitely make a, uh, we're incognito trip to Staten Island at some point in the future.
1: Oh, naturally, at some point. We need to we need to again, get their get their penance from them and also maybe... I don't need
0: to make any amends at all. I just want to go see what's good there. That's uh, <laughs> fair.
1: It's, fair. I it's, just, fair. Uh... it's a lovely borough in certain places and also... Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm just going to unload on Staten Island for a hot oh, second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's me. I just, I know, I know. I'm always the one who's trying to, like, keep us all nice and polite here. But here's the thing. I work the elections every year. If you did not vote in this local election and you live in Gotham City, I don't like you anymore. But their Joe Borelli, their city council member, mm-mm, hard pass, dislike, get out, dude. You're the only one on the ballot. You, nothing that you do is good. Just finished. Okay, you're South Shore. I don't really go to your neighborhood much. Not many great breweries there, but hard pass on him. Um, So that's my, that's my
0: one. I, I, that's I my really need one. I'm sorry. I know we're, I know we're, we're, uh, we're getting ready to go out and have the rest of our day here, but I really want to, I did, I, I did, I've not read about Joe Borelli.
1: Oh, he's just, it. and he's then the I will, and
0: I will, I will take over your position and, and mention the positive when you're done with it to
1: counter. Fair enough. Everything. Joe Borelli is basically a Trumpian city council member. Okay, yeah, it's nothing he's done in particular. No, he's, he's just disgusting. horrible in general. He's he just like, horrible is he in like general. the
0: guy who wanted to, to break you in half half like a boy? Oh, you remember Any? no
1: this was this was the guy
0: he was the, he was the congressperson from there, and he threw in oh, really? New York one reporter uh, to, he was like, "I will break you in half like a boy. I'll throw you off this balcony." He was, yeah, he was a guy he was he, I, 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 I'm not even, and now it's uh, the Mel- Meliotakis. meiatucket. oh right. she's the one who has his seat now. Uh, yes I, but, uh, I, the, Grimm. I think the, his last name was grim Uh was not anywhere near as a good uh representative of the name as our friends at grim Brewery. But uh Yeah. Michael grim I think was his name. Yeah, look him up. He's okay. So yeah, so they have horrible politicians and yeah. enough horrible
1: people to don't to go there. But I'm really looking forward to going back to Adobe Blues. Oh god, am I ever I we 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 are friendly with uh one of the bartenders there. Uh I had an opportunity to to do a uh, show with him, uh, and uh, it's a beautiful spot. I'm also interested to see what flagship might be putting out right now. I, I mean, tr- I, I'm
0: willing to try it, but at what I'm to me the biggest is, is to me my biggest priority. Uh, flagship would be number three in terms of things that I would I want to go ahead out there. Okay, because I, I, well, the biggest one is I want to find out what what the Killsborough space is all about.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. That one because yeah, that... they are
0: they they basically started as a brewery within uh, like a gastropub kind of a thing. And then they sort of took on their own life from that. They're still housed there. And that's Mm. still the place where you can go and have lunch and have their beer. Um, And of course, since we didn't plan this out, I don't have the written down, but uh, we'll put that in the show notes or wherever we need to. Um, But uh, yeah, so I would say Killsboro first for just to see what it's all about. Adobe Blues, because they're great. And I'm so glad they're still around because they're one of my very favorite things about Staten Island. And yeah, we'll see what flagship has for us there as well.
1: Well, that that's the that's the just before you get back on the boat beer, which honestly, still recommending Staten Island Ferry, cheapest bar in the city with the best views. So it still is. I we might have talked about the yeah the last it's it's gone up since I think the first
0: time I ever went on there it was two seventy five, but I'm sure it's still
1: oh in the beers reasonable. yeah yeah it's gone up significantly of that's about like four or five bucks <laughs> that's reasonable
0: um, I can deal with yeah that. well
1: it's I'll be honest I have not gone since pre pandemic time so we'll see what's happening there but you know. It's not bad.
0: All right. Well, this has been uh, this has a uh, very fun uh, little bit of uh, day drinking with you. Um, and Always. I and I, Now we can go and day drink for the rest of our day if we choose or whatever the rest it's, of the day has exactly. for us. Now, um, if folks
1: want to day drink along with us, Captain, where should they look? Well, I mean, you can certainly I,
0: I would I would say follow us on Instagram because we will be announcing the places we're going to day drink as we do mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then we will be reporting back here, but if you really want to see where we are, if you want to come find us, uh, we can be found that's, uh, on Instagram, uh, at the beer Avengers. Uh, you can also see other stuff on our Twitter feed, which is also at the beer Avengers and Facebook. Mm Uh, but if you want to ask us about any of this, I mean, I know those have messaging things as well, but the, the best thing to do is go to the beer Avengers at gmail.com yeah, um, and uh, and you know where to find us. Anywhere you can find your podcast, and if you can't find us, tell us, and we'll do what we can to help you find us there. Um, and uh, yeah, and and I think uh, although although Huck isn't physically with us, he's about to play us out. And uh, thank you so much for listening, Beer Avengers, in here, out there, and all around the world with the beer, beer, beer. Beer, beer, beer Vengers, beer, 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 beer Vengers, beer, 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 beer Vengers. We're the, the Beer